intergalactic planetary planetary intergalactic welcome to the episode five of discuss all monsters yeah starting it off with a beastie boys joke so you know that we're, <laughs> we're in for a, for a good time here so i am wyatt I'm going to be your host and with me as co-host hey i, I i'm nikki uh hello <laughs> yes yeah nikki of this channel that yeah. you're likely listening to this on right yeah or or the publisher of it of of this on whatever uh streaming platform you're listening to this yeah. on like you know spotify and your and favorite podcatcher yeah yeah <laughs> so this episode is going to be all about the movie the mysterians or as it is known my, in some other countries around the world. My favorite part. Shikyu Boigun, or Earth Defense Force. Yeah, I love those Japanese games. title. Yeah. yeah uh, the Brazilian title, or Argentinian title, is The Barbarians Invade Earth. <laughs> the Barbarians? <laughs> yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, it's the opposite of that, but whatever. Uh, the German and Austri Austrian name is Space Beasts. All right. France is Prisoners of the Martians. Okay. <laughs> Greece is Mars versus Earth. All right. And then a, a separate Greece one is Invasion of the Moon. Why does Greece had like two titles last time yeah. too? No, no, they have a third one too. Oh. Flying saucers hit Earth. <laughs> okay, that one's a little. All right, that one's a little. <laughs> yeah, <the> that... nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh. There's from Norway, The Unknown. Mm. Okay, kind of generic, but sure. Uh, Sweden has Earth is Under Attack. Also, not really it's very specific, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Poland, Mysterious Strangers. That one's the worst one so far. Yeah, that, one's, that one's pretty bad. Uh, Portugal is Space Monsters. Okay. And then a separate Germany one is Phantom 7000. Now that one mystifies me. Yeah. Because that's, there's nothing in the movie that's like named Phantom 7000 or no anything like, okay, so basically we usually start this episodes or uh, these episodes with a little uh, personal history with the movies, but yeah. I had never actually seen this movie until right now. Me either. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we have zero personal history with this movie. So, Nikki, why don't you tell me your personal history with Chikyu Boygoon, aka Earth Defense Force, the video game series? Oh, okay, great. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Earth Defense Force is 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 fucking incredible. Uh, I got the yes. I got the one on uh, uh, the Vita forever ago. Uh, whenever I had a Vita and went, hmm, where are all the games? And then went, well, there's <laughs> <laughs> there's one of like three. Uh, and then yeah. uh, uh, and I played it and I was like, oh, this is spectacular. This is like dumb and awful, but like spectacular in all the best ways. Um, yeah. And that's kind of my the bulk of my experience, to be completely honest. But then I also oh. uh, got yeah. uh, uh, EDF 4.1 on PS4 ages ago. Uh, and uh, that is a, a rip roaring good time. And oh, yeah. uh, I should probably—you're reminding me right now that I should go and pick up EDF five. And you yeah. out there, you should probably also go pick up yeah. EDF five as yeah, well. Yeah, that came rules. Uh, yeah. So my personal history with it is I actually did not know about the EDF games until one of our favorite channels, uh, yeah, formerly the Happy Video Game Nerd, but now Stop Skeletons from Fighting, yeah, did a video review of EDF twenty seventeen for the xbox 360 and i was like wow this game looks like trash but the best version of that it's just so like i don't know i feel like this game is perfect for the type of people who would watch these movies yeah. you know the kind of people that would like look at this underdog thing and then be like you know this is rough around the edges but there's so much good ideas here you know and it's so like fun and chunky and like just well executed that all of its numerous flaws that hold it back from being like this mainstream masterpiece are really kind of you know you, you don't mind them. No, yeah, so I played. Yeah, I love games like that so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played the shit out of that one, and then I got two on the Vita as well as three on the Vita, which is the same as 2017. Yeah, I got 
4 on the PS3, but that version runs like absolute garbage. So like <laughs> even worse than the other one. Even so, worse than how EDF is supposed to run. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then I eventually got uh, 4.1 on Steam and played that a bunch. Ah. And I had, I got five, but due to things I don't feel like talking about on a podcast, I don't have a PS4 anymore. So now I just have a bunch of PS4 games and no way to play them. So I never actually got around to playing EDF5, but I had it. Yeah. Yeah. One day, though. Uh, But yeah, I just just love uh, 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 Chunky Dumb uh, fucking, you know, just just pure, pure, just uh, black tar uh, uh, mainline game feel <laughs> video games yeah. that literally just oh, just yeah. make me feel visceral like like yes things like uh, uh, I love I love Dynasty Warriors like spinoff games and stuff like ooh this is video game the video yeah game exactly is what EDF yeah. is yeah I just so. I just love it. Uh, it, it EDF is very much the uh, the video game that like parents think video games are like like you yeah know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, or the or, or like the video game that like some teen on like a disney channel original movie would be playing uh and, and like there's a bunch of poorly rendered giant ants <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah not, not like cool looking ants just like regular ants uh-huh. but they're big and the guy's like shooting at him and then people are saying things like oh they're coming in we gotta get them <laughs> edf edf <laughs> uh, so yeah. so to be clear to you listeners uh, this movie has absolutely nothing to do with that other than the name. Oh, yeah, uh, nothing. It's just that there's not too much to talk about as far as both production history and the movie itself, which we'll get into very soon. Yeah. But I just, you know, I felt like we could start it this way because EDF is on the mind. Whenever I hear Chikyu Boygoon or Earth Defense Force, I can only think yeah. of this video game series. And I think that all of you out there in video land or podcast land, can also appreciate right, yeah. EDF as a series. Go and play it now. Yeah, if you if you love these movies, if you like then... if you like Tokusatsu, you should like EDF. Oh, if, like like yeah. like if, if you don't if, if you don't like EDF and you like Tokusatsu, something has gone wrong. Something is like EDF is like if Ultraman, instead of him ever becoming a giant dude, just like got out with a big gun and started shooting everybody. <laughs> exactly, and there so... were and there were like fifty thousand kaiju instead of just like one. yeah. <laughs> So, and it's one guy that levels the entire city with just like machine guns and things like I, that. I, I, so. I love the way that skyscrapers just fold like like under themselves yeah. in those games. It's perfect. Yeah, and but. then they just disappear into the ground. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I suppose we should get into what history we have here oh, in yes. front of us, I guess. So the history begins with... Jojiro Okami, the writer. He was a science fiction writer beforehand, and he was also part of the Japanese Air Force. Uh, And that's how he was able to, uh, I guess, be in Kahoot survey, like a requisition by Eiji Tsuburaya for this. Yeah. Uh, He would later go on to do writing for other Toho monster movies that we may cover uh they are really this movie is really skirting the line of monsters in discuss all monsters yeah yeah (laughs) but mogera the monster that we will discuss does appear in not only godzilla monster of monsters on the nes (laughs) but also later in godzilla versus space godzilla which we won't get into for a very long time but keep that in mind keep mogera in the back of your head whereas in gorath and dogara uh, the monsters from those have like never appeared again, so I'm not sure if we will discuss them. But you know, we'll have to see when we get there, yeah. which is kind of soon, yeah. but not quite soon. We will have to discuss the discussion of those. Yeah, we will <laughs> discuss those. Uh, there's a lot of, of discussion course, that yeah. goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. We're we're in our like red spacesuits with our capes, <laughs> and we're sitting around a table yeah. and discussing. This exactly. Stuff. Yeah. So Ishiro Honda wanted to make a real sci-fi movie uh, compared to his previous ones, which were just kind of like speculative fiction or like a giant right. dinosaur show. So, yeah. You know, uh, monster movies with sci-fi elements. Whereas this is more in the line of things like The War of the Worlds or uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still, which is the biggest influence of it. So that's like kind of the bog standard movie of the 1950s you know like (laughs) 
Godzilla was kind of like a big deal because it was this, it felt like this kind of old archaic thing of like, oh, this is like King Kong. Or this is like the beast from 20,000 Fathoms. We're now in the age of like, oh, we're past that. We're in the atomic age. We're in the 50s, man. Yeah. We got we got fucking War of the Worlds. We got the blob. We, you know, we yeah. got like whatever, all this other stuff. So this is like his attempt to like zone in on that. And of course, like the original intention was to not have any monster at all. Right, uh, and actually yeah. the monster thing is probably the most interesting part of this movie uh, mm. as far as the history with that. So the Mysterians themselves, uh, they're humanoid, but their design and everything is based on insects. Like they're based on ants. Yeah. So like the helmet and everything they look, which is, you know, also Earth Defense Force, like we were just talking about the the game. So yeah, yeah. gotta wonder if they were really like taking from that movie. Like, cause it was a very popular movie. Uh, right, yeah. Even if it wasn't very well received. So it must have had some kind of pop cultural imprint in Japan. I wonder if yeah. the like imagery of like evil ants or ant people and like the name Earth Defense Force somehow seeped into the consciousness when they were making this game. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So I don't know for sure though. Um, and uh, uh, I feel like it also bears mentioning that. Uh, multicolored suits big helmets yeah things like that yep. like it, th- there's probably a little bit of super sentai that like th- th- this this feels like like a like a distant predecessor to uh yeah, uh, yeah. In, in some very strange way uh, uh this is about 20 years i think like 20 or 18 years before yeah he like sentai that. go ranger yeah, so d- 75 yeah. i think yeah was go ranger and then this is 757 yeah, so okay, so it's, it's 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 some some years definitely had to had had to pass and stuff and this definitely would have been in the public consciousness for a little bit so it's not it's not yeah. too far of a stretch to say that this could have lent toward that uh toward toei and Ishimori's yeah. thought processes for that um but yeah 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 so mogera the actual monster was initially supposed to be a kind of lizard mole thing uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> thus the name mogera it's a corruption of the japanese word for mole yeah yeah i actually i, I know that one <laughs> yeah uh but then ishio honda felt that like there needs to be more of a, a display of mechanical superiority as far as uh mm. it goes with the mysterians themselves yeah so they need to have like a big robot instead of a big monster. And that also is kind of like in line with like the, that the kind of stock movies of this era, like evil robot, that kind of thing with the, the big antenna on the head that spin around and everything. So he was changed from a big mole monster into a big duct robot thing. So, you know, Hey, yeah. there was actually an original suit. Like they built a very sleek, oh. suit that had like a metal jaw that opened up and everything it looked really cool but then they're like i guess they were like it looked too cool so they're like we're gonna give you the worse uglier looking bigger more uncomfortable suit yeah yeah so it it feels weirdly like cobbled together kind of uh yeah yeah, yeah. i do like the design but it is weird that like it, it does feel like inelegant in a way that like godzilla and angerus and rodan and the worm thing weren't yeah yeah um, and it kind of uh uh and i feel like just you know for what the movie was trying to go for with with the actual titular mysterians uh yeah uh it, it feels like maybe the more like kind of space age you know sleek uh uh you know futurist kind of thing would, would have would have fit a little better but it was probably you know yeah. kind of just some logistical reason that they couldn't but yeah 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 uh so of course that design that concept you're like hmm, that sounds familiar yes they did rework that design into baragon yeah which we would see later on in frankenstein versus the world yes so. i love baragon and his big dumb ears it's, it's oh the yeah best. i love him so much so as i alluded before haro nakajima and katsumi tezuka still still in the suit you know doing all the stuff but i couldn't find any history of like some horrible event that happened to them <laughs> so, so this must have gone without a hitch at all and this was yeah perfect... like i can't believe that considering how bad everything has gone <laughs> to this point so i'm just gonna assume that they just didn't talk about it this right, time yeah, so yeah. hey 
Uh, it, well, there's it, no. It was so horrible. They just can't bring yeah. themselves. So. <laughs> maybe that's the thing the original suit like there was some horrible disaster that happened and like okay we gotta use this worst one now God. but uh, uh even though i couldn't find any evidence or not evidence i couldn't find any uh, information about how much it cost to make this movie just like with jordan uh, i was able to find that it was it was very popular in theaters and uh yeah even though it was incredibly popular in japan and in the u.s specifically in the u.s like people hated it because it was just another one of these movies you know and it wasn't one that like stood the test of time or had this huge cultural relevance in yeah. the u.s like world of the world or like uh the day the earth stood still so it kind of just it went by the wayside it was like just like okay whatever that's a crappy japanese movie it's nowhere near as good as godzilla or anything yeah uh, the U.S. distribution house RKO would be doing a lot of these uh, Toho movies. I, I just love this. They hyped it up with the headline of the greatest science fiction picture ever conceived by the mind of man, which is like the per. That's like something that a dude with like a twirled mustache and a top hat and a cane yeah. would say, like right before introducing a circus show or something like that. Like that's so much grandstanding. <laughs> it's just really funny. I'm I'm going to use those exact words. To try to sell <laughs> one of my next videos. It's like, this yeah. is the greatest video essay ever <laughs> conceived by the mind of man. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, that's about it for history. And, uh, you know. Yeah. That's a wrap no, on history, folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's done. That's history that. is over. Uh, history ended in the 90s. We figured everything out. There was no more racism. <laughs> yeah, it is completely yeah. eradicated. Uh, we're just yeah. we're living a post-history lifestyle right now, folks. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you, Clinton. Uh, but <laughs> but anyway, uh, now that we're done with the history, though, uh, we can get straight into the movie. Yeah. So why don't you? Start us off with that, since I've been talking a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, uh, gotta give it up for the for the uh, introductory credits, with with just no, letting you know exactly what kind of fucking movie this is, and 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 giving us like yeah. like little flying saucers and stuff, and like oh, and yeah. like and like uh, uh, good ass like space music, just you know, uh, and uh, the the music in this movie, I think, in general, just has like a pretty pretty great like spacey feel. Uh, this is jumping ahead yeah. quite a bit, but. Uh, there's a, there's a part where that, where, uh, scientists go into a, uh, alien, uh, like base and the, the music reminds me a lot of, uh, 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 like the, the intro title music for Metroid for the NES. Oh, you know, it's like in the notes, I made a joke. Because the planet that they come from is Mysterioid. Right, yeah. So maybe Metroid was also influenced by this. Because, like, Samus' mask does look a lot like the Mysterioid you know, mask. You know, you're, you know especially think, the red one. Yeah, I, I think I think we're on to something. We should probably email Nintendo and get a, get a follow-up. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, uh, Yoshio Sakamoto. Hey, can you hit me up? I know that one dude is trying to get the movie made yeah, and is sending you his script, but uh, can you talk to me? I need to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just... Uh, I really need to ask you what you think about the movie The Mysterians. Uh, <laughs> or Chikyu Boygun, as it is Chikyu in your Boygun. native right, Nihongo. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> our, our big American title, The <laughs> Mysterians. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, so this... this It begins in... Um, in this like festival area and uh whenever this movie opened there i immediately got like horrible flashbacks to like the scenes in godzilla where they were like uh, uh like at that like at the festival in that village before like the big storm came in and fucked up everything and i was just like uh-oh <laughs> we're starting mm -hmm. off here huh <laughs> and uh there's instantly like uh you can instantly just like uh, uh recognize a couple actors from from films we just watched uh and um yeah you'll you'll notice that uh uh this movie uh seems to you know the casting director seems to have taken the casts of both uh, Godzilla and Rodan and just smashed them together and went, that's a movie. Uh, because yeah, uh, Serizawa's in here. Uh, yeah. uh, good old Akira from from uh, uh, from, Rod from Rodan is in here. Dr. Yamane's in here. We got the whole, we got the works. 
Yeah, um, yeah. And, and every time Dr. Yamane appears, I'm able to tell immediately because he has the same thousand-yard stare yeah, like, every single I, I, movie. But he had no facial hair yeah, yeah. this time, so that was kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, his head was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, no facial hair either. Like, uh, yeah, Doctor, I don't think that actor is, like, capable of making, like, a, like a joyful face. A neutral yeah, expression. It's, that it's, one is it's, just, it's, just it's, shocked it's, horror and depression, you know? He's, he's, he's got such a fucking grimace on his face, like, at all times. Yeah. Oh, uh, purposeful grimace. <laughs> purposeful grimace, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah it, it, things immediately like, st- like just are just like awkward between these, these, uh, uh, these characters and like one of them just kind of fucks off and then a forest fire happens and, oh, yeah. uh, the forest fire I have to say, uh, uh, is, uh, uh, quite good because it made me tense up. Cause I was like, Jesus Christ, like this, this fire looks out of control. Like I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, like I hope yeah. they're was, safe. <laughs> Jesus. I always Christ. get nervous. Like I know forest fires in real life are terrible. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. But I always like, man, how you, when you're like filming a movie, I guess it's movie magic. But like, how do you control that? Like, how do you? Is it like I'm, I'm assuming they're probably doing chroma key effects to be like, okay, here's fire. But you know, I don't know. Fires just always stress me out in movies because of how like it never stays in one place. And like, there's like the stories of like, oh, in California, this forest fire has been burning for two weeks. I'm like, God, guys. Is the earth dying or something? What's right. going on? But, uh, yeah. 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 So, um, you're right. Force fires are just scary, like, every time they happen. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. But, but uh, uh, it's, 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 I think it's a testament to, to, to that scene where, where they're able to really make you just yeah. super tense as well. But, uh, <laughs> oh, just in case you're wondering, the yeah. earth is not dying. Uh, George Carlin told me so. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Of course. Um, yeah. and, uh, 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 you know after 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 this forest fire scene sarazawa's uh character i man we're just going to keep calling him sarazawa the whole time yeah so no, i didn't <laughs> even write his fucking name in the notes <laughs> but uh, uh uh man this would be really confusing for anyone that hasn't uh, seen the movie yeah, <laughs> remember back during our second episode we completely forgot the name of the one guy whose name I still forget. Oh, Gata. I was, yes. I, I, I was so, I was so mortified that we forgot it. So just because I was like nervous for no reason about it and stuff that I like have it memorized now. The guys, the <laughs> useless guy in Godzilla, his name is Ogata. All right. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. If <laughs> any, if, if there were any angry commenters for any godforsaken reason that there, there, there is that um yes but anyway so we're gonna forget some more characters names uh because (laughs) because the movies themselves don't really make much note of the names either yeah uh this movie in particular forgets that it has a main character at all like for a good while yeah um yeah oh it's just like rodan yeah exactly but but even worse than that but you know yeah but uh uh, but sorry's always character gets gets lost like he goes missing uh and then uh after that point is when we we see you know good old dr yamane from godzilla again Again, that mm-hmm. we we are just just by using these names again, it just makes it sound like this is a giant like like cinematic <laughs> universe. It, it's, yeah, yeah, we have like literally the same guys from these yeah. movies are back. Yeah. Sarazawa came back from the dead, and they immediately died in a forest <laughs> fire. And <laughs> but uh, uh... <laughs> but yeah, so so they meet Doctor Yamane, and they go over uh, the fact that like uh, that Sarazawa gave him uh, uh, a report that was half finished, and. Mm. Uh, th- th- this kind of sets off a whole like mystery, you know, mystery. Hi, it, 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 like, yeah, like, yeah. like the title, uh, where uh, they're trying to figure out exactly what what he's been researching and and uh, uh, and exactly like the nature of uh, his research. Uh, uh, everything comes seems to be coming from this big, uh, uh, like everything about his research seems to uh, come from this this one asteroid out in out in space named uh uh the, the that they call the mysteroid uh which yeah. which is you know the point click metroid spinoff that that why it's gonna yeah. be making soon uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then uh, uh at, at some point you know just a little bit later uh uh there's a, a fucking kick-ass landslide effect and then all of a sudden there's a giant mole monster <laughs> and uh yeah. uh and uh mogara he is a hoot because I am, oh, yeah. I immediately looked at Mogera and looked at that suit and I thought, wow, what, 
what thunder thighs on this monster <laughs> what yeah. what a thick king that we that we are out here for that we're standing yeah, Ma- on this day Magara walk like he walks out of the mountain like he just kind of yeah. like just steps like doesn't like climb out or anything just yeah. like walks forward out of a mountain it makes you wonder guy takes a- it makes you wonder how many thousands of years of like terraformation had occurred where this mountain was formed around him and then all of a sudden he's just like bursts out of it like a fucking oh, like, fuck. like like a like a stripper in a birthday cake <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm here and i'm here to whoop some ass <laughs> hey. Hey. yeah so a, a guy a normal guy just tries to shoot him with his like pistol <laughs> right uh, yeah and, and, and it dies works horribly he actually dies yeah. immediately oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. shoots yeah. him right in the fucking eye and it blows him up and the movie's over <laughs> yeah yeah mogara dies instantly yeah yeah and it, <laughs> it, 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 it's crazy it, this movie's actually like 10 minutes yeah, uh, no, yeah. but the guy dies horribly. Yeah, no, and, we were uh, joking. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, so uh, uh, Magara's just kind of uh, just raising some hell. Uh, 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 the army shows up, you know. Uh, uh, everyone's just shooting at it, and it takes forever. Uh, there, there's uh, there's like a whole there, there is a pretty cool sequence where like. Uh, like of of Mogera's actual defeat because Mogera actually does die pretty quick, but it wasn't by the one yeah. dude with a pistol. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, Mogera's like just walking and like just ends up going over a bridge, and then they blow up the bridge he's on, and it like it's just really cool miniature work. Uh, and yeah, uh, uh, they defeat him and stuff because uh, he's he's just a robot. Uh, so, um, a really big thunder thigh, just really just yeah, thick he's a, ass robot. He's but... a good, like I guess. Okay, since we are discussing all monsters, I guess we should spend a little bit more time right. talking about Mogara because this is like the last time. We'll yeah, see this him. is seriously um, like this is it. This is the monster. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so he is definitely a crappy looking mm-hmm. thing, but like he's really, it's really fun in that way. Like it has that like retro. Like the reason I made the Beastie Boys joke is because you know that music video, that robot that shows up, right? It looks a lot like Mogara. You yeah, know? It, uh, yeah. Like that kind of classic, like. When you think of what a crappy '50s robot looks like, oh yeah, that's pretty this close it. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it, but with a big drill on its face. Yeah, you know? I do like the drill. I like, like, I, yeah, I just always have cool. really loved mole-like monsters and like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's just great. So I, I'm a big fan of Mokura, uh, even though he does look yeah. pretty crappy. Um, that's kind of a running thing with this movie is that the uh, special effects in general both are impressive and don't age well uh yeah. there's like a there's like a few instances of it of of just stuff just kind of looking bad like for for modern viewing uh which is not something i usually complain you know about, complain yeah. about and stuff i literally made a garo video where like half the videos was just like all right look motherfuckers <laughs> like tokusatsu cgi video. is fine but uh um but there are scenes where like uh they, they just like very obviously like superimpose an explosion on top of like a car and stuff which is like totally like yeah. excusable like you can't afford to blow up every car that you get a, they get to touch and so, but then there's also like a couple instances of like a green screen where where you just like see through the actors because I, yeah. I think they're they're also wearing green so then completely yeah. figured it out which is totally cool and stuff because it was a very early like that's a very early use of green yeah. screen it's pretty impressive what, yeah what i yeah. See what I imagine. What it is is that um, they just got really ambitious, you know, and the, and those ambitions kind of fall yeah. short whenever time passes. But in the moment, in fifty seven, yeah. this probably was fucking awesome. So yeah. yeah. So so that scene where like uh, one scene I remember specifically. This is like way later in the movie yeah. when a guy is like in a tank and getting sucked down into a hole, yeah. and it's like you can see right through him. Yeah. Because it's a bad green screen that's, thing. That's I also think, the like, one I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, at the time it was like a blue screen was kind of the format right, that they yeah, would use. Yeah. So I think that maybe like like blue was just too common of a color or too easy to like pick up on camera. So like that's why they use green because it's such a like unnatural bright color. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's like a lime green that green screen is. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a little rarer. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, so so I don't know, there's just a few instances of that where where this movie both looks better and also doesn't look as good as the movies yeah. that it that it completely that it immediately follows because i think yeah i think the color grading and the way that this movie like is filmed 
uh like especially with like the human scenes which are most of the movie um by a wide margin and so uh, uh is yeah. uh those look fantastic and there's like a bit more of depth there than there was in like rodan and stuff like this movie looks like it, it's like graded darker than rodan was uh or, or you know that's probably the wrong term for it i'm not a film major guys <laughs> I, I just okay, really yeah. like monster movie. but 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 the, the movie the movie looks better in some respects and then the actual special effects part is where things kind of it's a lot of it's a lot of a lot of things because <laughs> there's also yeah you know, uh, the the alien base also that you know not to get too ahead of ourselves and stuff is very, which is very impressive. So mm. I don't know it's just it's a bit yeah. of a back and a forth. Yeah, a lot of the practical effects, like the physical, like mm-hmm. practical effects, are very good, but the like digital effects uh, are hit and miss. Like, yeah. I do like just how bad all of the like laser effects, like <laughs> of Mogera shooting out the like waves of like yeah, yeah. blasts look. Yeah. Uh, that's like a cool effect because you know it's not it doesn't look as like instantly cool as like Rodan's like jet of air or like yeah. uh, Godzilla's atomic breath or anything like that. But it, it's just like a, a nice like oh yeah, th- this is good. This is yeah. drawn on kind of special. It reminds me of the the thing that Hideaki Anno did like the Ultraman fan film like that level of yeah right. special effects of the drawn on like you know, <laughs> so. Definitely has a gorilla vibe to it. You yeah, know? yeah. Toes, like Japan in general, is very much still a country that's in severe poverty at this point. Yeah. As well as Toho being a company that has like made a few hits, but it's not like on top of the world or anything. No. They're just the best in Japan at that point. Uh, and Japan is, it's not a high bar to climb. And, you know, there are many reasons that we've talked about before yeah. for that. Yeah, that I I forgive the movie's oh, yeah. bad special effects, but it is worth pointing out that they are like hit and miss compared to the previous ones, which has had like pretty much like really well aged special effects across the board. If you don't care about like puppets or things like that being used, because I don't. So yeah, so so right right after this, uh, <laughs> the characters of the film and politicians and I mean and scientists and stuff all get together and they're like, all right, what the fuck just happened? And, <laughs> and because yeah. the like things are fine, there was a forest fire that 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 wasn't fine, and then like very soon after, a giant mole just kind of bursts out of a mountain like a birthday cake. So uh, there's like, all right, what what what's going on? And uh, uh, there's there's a lot of those great classic scenes of uh that's the third movie in the row that we've talked about where there's like they point to a like to like a book with, <laughs> with like illustrations on it. It's like, yep, that's it. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh eventually this leads uh our characters, uh mostly scientists, um going over to this remote field uh where they're called upon to meet uh the mysterians uh who have been holed up underground in like the space saucer alien base thing um and uh uh this is where the movie i think kind of shows its hand and uh 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 ages weirdly in a different sense uh because uh in in the meeting of the minds there of 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 uh japan's i guess greatest minds <laughs> is i guess what this movie is wanting to yeah. uh purport uh and then and then the mysterians and stuff that there's kind of this this kind of sentiment that arises from the movie where it's like all right what do you guys want from us and the mysterians like well we only want everything <laughs> well no no like uh well, that's not true. That's not until later. But yeah. but but uh, the series like, well, look, you know, humans are colonists and stuff, and 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 that's you know that's not cool. And we are just asking to get a small plot of land, and it's like, oh, okay. And it's like, yeah, just just give us this this plot of land that we're already in, <laughs> that we already took for ourselves. Yeah. That's not threatening <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, and also, you know. And, and 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 some of your women so we can mate with them uh excuse me uh yeah just some of your women <laughs> that we can mate with to make more of us 
that we can live among you. Uh, and that is immediately where the movie starts to go, like where I start to pull my collar and I think Wyatt starts to pull his collar <laughs> and, go, and go, uh-oh, is this movie being xenophobic or a little bit? Uh, is this this a little bit of uh, isolationist now, Japan showing its hand here? Uh, yeah, so that's the that's the sticky wicket with yeah. doing these kind of like alien invasion stories mm-hmm. is the idea that like, uh, you know, War of the Worlds, which is maybe not the first, but probably the first alien invasion story, yeah, uh, was all about a critique of colonialism. So, War of the Worlds was written by a dude in England during like the point where uh, the UK was just like dominating all of these countries all around the world and just like colonizing the hell out of these places like in India and Africa. Yeah. Um, and he proposed like, well, this is terrible. What if some other even more advanced than us race came down and then took control of all the white people? Like what, what would happen there? Right. Uh, and then that's kind of the, that's what war of the worlds is about. But uh, you know, most people, usually they usually don't get that kind of subtext because like it was very in that time period yeah you know that was like what was happening at that time Mm -hmm. so hg wells is woke as hell um but it was still the 1800s yeah uh so uh, my first thought when he's seeing this is like okay this could be like (laughs) right a, 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 a thing where it's like the mysterians are the colonial people coming to japan to like mess them up like you know, yeah. uh, like America at that point is all up in Japan's business, yeah. you know, with all these military bases. Yeah. They are like uh, the Western expansion is happening like at an even more rapid rate. You know, it was happening a lot during the 20s, during the Taisho period. And then like right when the war started, they're like, no, shutting yourself off from the rest of the world. You know, Gloria Samato, all that. Yeah. Uh, and then after the war, they're more open to the rest of the world. And then America was very much down their throats. Uh, because they considered them a huge enemy. Right. And that was kind of why there's so much trading between Japan and America, like, after this point. So, possibly could have been, like, meant as that kind of critique of, like, oh, yeah, these Americans, they only want to live here for a little bit. Like, just a little bit of this land. And then also we want to, like, take your women or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it definitely falls apart at some point <laughs> with the whole, like, we want to steal your women yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... At some point along the line, I think they, they lost sight of things a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, but or it could just be xenophobia. You know, right. it could just be, like, other, like, other countries around Asia. Yeah. Uh, you know, things like that, like, refugee type because that, that's the thing. The yeah. Mysterians are supposed to be refugees. Their planet was destroyed. Yeah. They're going to another planet to, mm-hmm. to inhabit it. But it is kind of from the perspective of what if these refugees were also colonists? Yeah. So it's like a very, let's just say, no matter what they meant, it's a bad metaphor because yeah. it it tries to have its cake and eat it too and doesn't work. Yeah, no, yeah. So. It, it, it's, uh, 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 there, there's also, yeah, just, just the fact that, you know, later on, not much later on, mind you like it's actually pretty soon uh it is then revealed again that like oh no they they very much intend to lie because since they're underground they've been building out underground like this whole time and so 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 they 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 have already taken a lot more than they than they promised to keep within and so so it kind of like also paints like oh refugees that you know they can come and they'll, they'll only ask for a little bit but you know you give a mouse a cookie and it's like just a bad sentiment it just doesn't taste right um I do think the movie, I, I, I do think the movie is a little bit of the former though that you mentioned, where like it, its heart was supposed to be in the right place because I think there's yeah. something later on that kind of makes me feel a little bit better about the movie. But uh, this is definitely the point where I was like, uh oh, <laughs> so, like, yeah. and then I was, and then I started watching a lot more critically and like, okay, well here here we go, like, like it's just about to, yeah. you know, like which again like fifty seven, you know, uh, like like there's only so much you can you can say. Is it like it's not like Ishiro Hondo's gonna be like, oh right, let me just come back and then <laughs> fix this, yeah. and then you know, yeah. like, oh how unwoke of me, you know, just it's it, the dude made Godzilla, give him some slack, but like, uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, it, yeah, the, the the sentiment is a little unsafe uh, here, but um, uh, but yeah, so ultimately this ends with them kind of walking away, 
going, hey, we'll think about it. And then and then they as they're walking away, they're like, we're not thinking about it. This sucks. <laughs> and then uh, 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 Sarah Zalwa, uh, who, yeah. who definitely has a different name in this movie, and it's not Sarah Zalwa. But, uh, <laughs> the, the corpse of Sarah Zalwa. <laughs> Actually, he probably was not a corpse because Godzilla turned into bones right. and then disappeared. Uh, so. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so... He appears on a, onto a TV screen to Kenji Sahara, uh, and is like, "Hey, man, uh, uh, sucks, but like, you know, <laughs> I'm a Mysterian now. They, they, they let me in the yeah, club. I know. <laughs> they let me in. Got my Dracula cloak. Yeah, yeah. Now. You should probably listen to him now, and uh, uh, you know, give him some, give him some ladies, give him some, some, some hot babes, some, some bimbos oh, yeah. or whatever, <laughs> and, and uh." <laughs> And, and there's like, all right, well, I really don't like that. And now, like, my friend is is just like hanging out with these guys, so now they're double fucked. And so, yeah. And, and uh, yeah. And then there's like just a bunch of back and forth. Um, there's a whole like, all right, hey, you know, we're not gonna let you do this. And it's like, well, we can fuck you up because we got a big old heat gun, and. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> and uh this is where superaya really has a lot of fun i think because right. uh uh throughout the rest of this movie it's a lot of planes flying around a lot of guns firing uh a lot of uh this this like underground space like space uh uh base just twisting yeah. around and moving and stuff doing a lot of cool stuff uh and i guess for for a lot of that stuff i'll let you take the lead again and uh, 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 and we'll 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 sail this puppy right back home. Uh, yeah, yeah, because honestly, not much more plot happens throughout mm-hmm. the rest of it. We kind of touched on everything, like you even talking about, you know, the the whole like oh the Mysterians, like haha, we are actually already bad, yeah, you know, thing. Uh, but yeah, so it just ends up being a lot of these same scenes of like they attack the Mysterians. They're like, oh, fuck, it didn't work. And then they're like, hey, that didn't work. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, okay, but if we do this, then it... No, that one didn't right. work too. I'm like, all right, don't stop doing it yeah. or we'll bomb you into hell. And, uh, and in the midst of all this, I think it very much bears mentioning, because I think this is a really strong point of the movie, is that they, they enlist... Is that Japan enlists the help of a lot of other countries to, yeah. to help them out. And that's where I think the movie started to win me back over again is that it kind of ended up coming together with like this kind of global, like, like unifying mm-hmm. stance of like, well, we all got to, we all got to work together type of thing and, 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 you know, bridge our borders yeah. and stuff. It doesn't go completely as hard into that as I would like to kind of cancel out some of the weirder stuff going on earlier, yeah. but it's at least a sentiment that I was like, okay, I, th- that kind of says to me that this movie definitely had its heart in the right place and was like all right cool but it was just really messy at saying it and ended up like like yeah. putting its own foot in its mouth it felt like the like the biggest problem is the whole like yeah but we want your women thing it really uh, is you know? a, like th- that one really you know? <laughs> like uh, uh, uh th- there there's there's an episode of ultra q i'm g- i feel like i'm gonna bring up ultra q a lot every this single podcast. Episode, yeah, yeah yeah uh there's an episode of ultra q that kind of uh does does this sort of thing way better uh though i mean obviously there's like 10 years of hindsight uh but yeah it's an episode where basically like like uh uh, uh the three main characters are interacting with uh this this alien character who looks exactly like a human and stuff and, it, and it's not really revealed until pretty late that that she's been an alien this whole time uh mm-hmm. and, and they like take out this like monster like together and stuff with her help and uh, at the very end of the episode, the big like stinger, uh, like twist ending, is uh, uh, she's like, "Hey, well, I'm not the only one at all. There's there's people like me everywhere. Many of the people that you yet you interact with on a day to day basis are are aliens just like me. And it's kind of like mm-hmm. uh, the the genesis of of a thing that's kind of just within Ultra in general, where where yeah. regular humans are just aliens, and then they like." take off their mask and it's like oh cool this, that's a weird alien guy from ultraman yeah. and stuff but Which, uh, uh men in black ripped off <laughs> so, exactly go. uh but i think i think that's a bit more of a uh of a of a empathetic stance to take yeah, on absolutely. on a similar subject that this does not quite reach just yet that that very much says to me from what you described that 
oh, you don't know what's going on in any given person's life. Yeah, you don't know like exactly. who they are yeah. personally. Yeah. Like you don't know if they like are dealing with a disease or if they're like, you know, had like something bad happen to them or they're like rich or poor. Right. Or, you know, things like that. So you can't just like living with the paranoia and being like anybody could be an alien is the wrong way to go about it. Yeah, you have yeah. to kind of just accept the fact that people are just different, you know, and right. you don't know exactly how people are going to be, but you have to give them a chance anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So like that, that's the kind of message that, yeah, obviously we can't criticize this too much because it was like way before that, but right. you know, uh, and like you said, it does end up, I was going to bring that up. It does end up like having a really good kind of like, Oh, it's all of humanity is actually teaming up together to get these guys out. Yeah. So even if it is still like a very much like we don't want these aliens invading us kind of yeah. thing. The the the, uh, the Chiku boy doing the, the 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 Earth Defense yeah. Force, you know. So within the uh the Earth Defense Force, within like the people all coming together, one of my favorite characters is this British guy. <laughs> yes. Uh, that sounds yes. like yes. a fucking that sounds like Lara Croft's butler or something, you know, it sounds like fucking Alfred from Batman. Like, it's just the most, like, I don't know where the hell they got this guy, but, <laughs> but like, it was just regular. And then there's a different white guy, might be American or something, and he's just speaking in the worst Japanese accent I've ever heard it's amazing. any person speak in, like... And and white guys aren't super uncommon in Tokusatsu, and they usually do speak in like, "Hey, Mina-san, konnichiwa," like kind of <laughs> yeah. accents. But like this guy is so bad that he has to not know any Japanese, and they just gave him like phonetic readings of everything. Yeah, it, it's 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 pretty bad. <laughs> so 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 that is pretty amusing. But yes, they're all getting together and they're trying to develop this weapon. Like all of the people. On the world, they're developing this weapon called the Electron Cannon. Uh, they think is the only way that they can beat the Mysterians. Because you know what? To be honest, it probably is. Considering that every single time they send in like twenty tanks and airplanes and everything, the big dome of which all of the Mysterians are in just spins around and shoots lasers. Yeah, and then they're all gone, and then the scene is like, "Well, that didn't work." Uh, <laughs> yeah. What about that Electron Cannon? Are we almost done with that? So, uh, yeah, that's basically, like, the entire second act of the movie is just that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then the third act kind of begins with, like, all right, we completed the electron cannon, we just got to charge it up and fire them at, fire it at this big dome thing. Uh, meanwhile, they've remembered they had a main character, and Kenji Sahara is going into the alien base and, like, solid snaking around, and he, like, he, like, hugs a guy to death and steals his gun and he, like, holds up another guy, and he gets he gets taken to all the women that were captured. Uh, and then, eventually, he gets found out by Dr. Serizawa, who then, like... No, wait. First, before he gets found out by Dr. Serizawa, he, like, shoots at a, a thingy in, like, the middle of a room. Like, a, <laughs> just, like, a big science they, tube uh, thingy. Uh, they, they, what I was thinking throughout the movie is that they all look like coin pushers at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, <laughs> so like they, they, all, they all look like just just the most nondescript arcade machines. So yeah, like, like it's it, it's yeah, thing. yeah. So so he shoots at a big like a thingy in the middle of a room, and then it's like oh fuck, it's fucking up the ship. And then they're almost done charging up the electron cannon. Oh, he gets found out by the Mysterians, but it turns out the one Mysterian that like captures him and takes him out, I guess to shoot him in the back of the skull. Uh, instead of just shooting him right there, uh, it turns out it was Sarazawa or the guy from the movie that is also Sarazawa. <laughs> right. And then he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna. You guys get out of there. You know, make sure humans don't repeat the same tragedy that the Mysterians did. They blew themselves up because of the hydrogen bomb. So yeah, just make sure that that doesn't happen." If all of humanity can team up together for this one goal of stopping these aliens, maybe they can team up together to not kill each other. And I'm like, okay, that's that kind of set, you know, like, all right, that's the message of the movie, kind of, you know, the, usually they kind of just say it out loud, which I'm fine with, you know. Yeah. I think that these movies are 
better when they just hit you in the face with a sledgehammer with like this is the point of the movie like they're godzilla the original this masterpiece movie ended with them saying there's going to be another godzilla yeah you know right. we don't know like what else is out there yeah like if things keep up as it is there will be another godzilla whether that's literal or like a metaphorical another godzilla it's literal in that specific yeah. case but you know at the end of that movie though like you can take that as meaning like oh this yeah. event is going to keep happening if we don't change something usually whenever yeah. usually whenever the uh the the characters in these movies just straight up say the meaning of the film at you uh it usually feels to me like like it a lot of the time the subject of the film it it, it like it actually does bear mentioning like outright yeah. uh what they're saying and stuff so um, because, you know, for as good as ambiguities are, and as useful as they can be, they also are still mm. ambiguous, and there are still people that will just fucking miss whatever, because people can just be the most oblivious, like, yeah. like, th- creatures ever. So, yeah. uh, uh, so I think it really does bear mentioning sometimes, you know, even if, you know, at the risk of being preachy, preachy to just kind of sit there and be like, no, Here's what I'm telling you. This is what you should be taking from this. You numbskulls, please. <laughs> like, you know, uh, yeah. uh, um, and also, you know, kids watch these movies and enjoy them. And I feel like, uh, uh, again, it, it bears mentioning. These are things that, that bear mentioning. Like, hey, uh, uh, the hydrogen bomb is a little recent. So uh, yeah. it, it, it was like, hey, man, we shouldn't do that again. If you ever think about, hmm, maybe a hydrogen bomb would solve this problem. It won't. Don't do that. <laughs> Bad yeah. idea uh yeah it, it wasn't necessary to begin with and then it was you know it's just this horrible weapon that you right. can now be like yeah. all right we're gonna you know it kind of leads credence to the idea of like the mysterians being a stand-in for the u.s military occupying japan afterwards because they're like yeah, yeah no right. we're gonna be friendly with you but if you act up in any way against us we will bomb you to hell yeah you know, yeah we will uh, so, like, America being the country that has these hydrogen bombs, uh, and of course, Russia eventually, but, you know, that's that's for history class, kids, right, not for yeah. this podcast. But I definitely, I definitely uh, think the reading of the Mysterians being a stand-in for U.S. military and stuff is probably the most generous and most, like, uh, and probably the, the, the most, like, good faith reading you can give of this movie and stuff, uh, and I think that'd mm-hmm. be pretty... Um, uh you know good faith to the japanese filmmakers not not the u.s uh that is very yeah, bad yeah. faith for us but uh uh, uh I, I think that's a pretty useful thing to bring up so yeah for sure yeah um, uh so basically the movie's almost over but a yeah. few more things i want to bring up yeah. before that we're done uh one the final time that they're like hey aliens get the hell out of here before we have to kill you uh and then they're like what the fuck are you talking about? and then they just summon a giant tidal wave and then just like wreck a bunch of shit like they just they're like hey guys can you leave no and then they just summon god's fucking wrath and then (laughs) this giant like tidal wave comes through and uh like that's an awesome special effect right there i I also i i don't know when maybe it is at this point and stuff but there's a point in this movie i don't know if you caught it where where the head mysterian uh uh mr mysterian uh yeah uh, he Mysterian. like he, he's like <laughs> Mysterian. Uh, uh, like signals to his boys to do something, and the way they signal that, and like maybe I maybe I just saw it wrong, but it looked like they're I like like what they thought was was a good idea for for like a uh, for for like a like an alien hand signal or whatever. Was this like him doing two middle fingers to the guys beside him, <laughs> and then they just like walk away and do something for him? And so, and that was funny as shit. Like I literally stopped reround the movie. Yeah, I literally stopped reround the movie and go, "Hey, they gave, he gave those guys the bird." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not making this up. <laughs> yes, finally, the, the, like, an, like, like, not even just bringing him up. We actually referenced the angry video game nerd in, the, in these, these podcasts. I'm so glad it finally happened. Ah, uh, oh, yes, and I'm not making this up god but but yeah so the tidal wave happens and then they're like getting fucked up and then mogara is like digging through like we see him for like a second I'm like, oh shit he, yeah he's there and then it's no more uh and then 
they fire off the electron cannon. It like messes up the Mysterians, you know, just like and they're like, "All right, we gotta go." Right. Later, guys. Bye. We, we, I guess, fuck you, guys. We can't stay here anymore. Peace. And I'm sure Battle of the Planets, which is a sequel we won't be covering, oh. uh, will have more interesting events from the Mysterians. But for now, that is the end, and it ends on yeah. a contemplative final shot of Kenji Sahara and everybody, uh, just yeah. like Rodan. So, but maybe not quite as good as Rodan was. So, yeah. what was. What was your final impression of the movie, like on its own, and compared with the other three that we've already talked? Yeah, about? Uh, I, I would say in terms of like a ranking, uh, though these are going to get very unwieldy once we get into like yeah. <laughs> later years. Yeah, but in, dear ter- God. in terms of like a ranking, uh, I would definitely put like I mean, Gojira is number one, and then probably Rodan, and then this, and then Raids again. Yeah, um, I think that that's a yeah, uh, just because you know Ra- Raids again, just like doesn't have entertainment value that the others do even though it does have a couple yeah. like really key amazing scenes in it i think yeah um this is a bit more of a mixed bag for me um and uh uh, uh d- d- just in terms of like the effects work is kind of uh here and there and the messaging is a little uh messy um but overall like i was pretty engaged with it um mm-hmm. my notes were like fairly short just because i just spend a lot of that time just watching the movie and enjoying it yeah um but uh, uh and, and it definitely like uh it, it does a good job of like mixing things up on you every now and again uh and yeah keeping you guessing uh and and uh for a movie from over 50 years ago that's that's a pretty pretty cool thing for it to do um so yeah, I I, yeah. I I i like it i'm generally impressed but it's definitely one of the weaker films we've talked about here um uh so what what about you how do you feel about it so i'm mostly in agreement i think that as far as uh the rankings would go i'd probably put it under uh godzilla raids again like at the bottom but that doesn't i don't think any of these movies are bad so far even godzilla raids again i would just say that godzilla raids again kind of like gets by just by being a little bit more important of a movie culturally because like it was the time when like Godzilla was at the top and then they fucked up. So then they had to like, yeah, do kind of like a brand revival of Godzilla. Next time we would see Godzilla, uh, which is coming up soon, but not next. Yeah. uh, He's just second build. Like King Kong versus Godzilla is the next time that we see him. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, just used as a big monster guy. Uh, but after that movie, like, then they're like, okay, we kind of refigured out Godzilla. Uh, Mothra versus Godzilla is an incredible movie, which we'll get to when we get to that. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like without the failure of Godzilla Raids Again, Godzilla as a series wouldn't yeah, exist. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. the Mysterians was just like, Godzilla Raids Again was copying Godzilla. So it was like a natural second step in one way, but like also a cop out. Whereas the Mysterians was like just too much of a like copycat of all the movies that were going on at the same time. Like the message of the movie is almost exactly the same as uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still, but that movie's far better. Yeah. Uh, and it's become more of a cultural touchstone and it got a terrible yeah. remake with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, uh, Mysterians didn't get a remake with Keanu Reeves. So like, yeah. there is a lot of value. Like I love the way that the, the suits for the Mysterians are awesome. Malgara looks really cool despite him being very stupid looking yeah. and like, yeah, a lot of the practical effects are very good. And I do like the eventual kind of like all of humanity had to get together and uh, solve this problem. But it it has like it just kind of drags throughout the second act, and it doesn't have as much like impact in the series as a whole or in Toho's oeuvre as a whole. Yeah. Uh, beyond like the writer of it going on to do a couple more movies that also had no real impact. Yeah, uh, I uh, uh, this isn't even really me just like falling in line with you here and stuff, but I think I would revise actually and just say raids again goes o- goes over this. Just because Raids mm. Again didn't present things to me that didn't let that like I disagreed with or were yeah. like kind of spooked by. And then also uh the fact that 
there's there's nothing in this movie that quite hits the levels of the like prisoners breaking out of that truck (laughs) and final destinations right right yeah yeah where like it's a domino effect that leads to, to to the eventual turning point like 30 minutes later where Godzilla like kills the shit out of Angerus and stuff like yeah. that whole like se- levels Osaka. Yeah. Th- like. That whole section of the film is like basically perfect actually. So yeah. uh, even if like the beginning and the, and the last third are like pretty ropey and like not really kind of go nowhere and stuff. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, I would actually just because of that sequence and stuff, I would actually put rates again over this as well. So yeah, so Mysterians is like it's our least favorite so far, but it's not it's not bad by any means. Not terrible. Still, yeah. still give it a watch if you want some, like just some good fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and with a little bit of like, hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, it's not perfect, but but it is like right. it's like it's a solid movie. Yeah. You know, and, and as an FYI, really quick, uh, uh, you can of course watch all the Godzilla entries uh, that we're going to be talking about in the the godzilla criterion set or maybe hbo yes. max if that's out by then uh by now uh but then all this other stuff like rodan and mysterians we've actually been watching on archive.org which is a very yes. good uh uh place to find a lot of these films so if you are kind of trying to go on the 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 the, the book club uh route of just watching before watching watching before watching all these movies before listening to these podcasts then uh yeah. definitely check out archive.org i'll probably put up a like a link to it or something if you can't find it for some reason but yeah uh, yeah but archive.org yeah. it's it's a non-profit it's not like making any type of possible ad revenue or money nah. off of these things it is just archiving like here's different versions of these movies or like games in some cases that we can find on there yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's really useful for like the weird crevices of Godzilla history, uh, you know, in that like this, all of Toho stuff is kind of lumped into Godzilla history, eventually becomes part of that, you know, Mogera appears in God- Godzilla versus Space Godzilla and Rodan is going to appear in a Godzilla movie pretty soon. Yeah. But the, these movies where they stand alone, like you can find them uh, mostly on this website, though with Mothra, which, excuse me, with Mothra, which is not next, but I think next, next, (laughs) uh, you can get the Mill Creek Blu-ray for that. And it's a really cool little steel book. It doesn't come with as much goodies as the Ultraman one or the Ultra 7 or, God damn it, (laughs) the Ultraman one or the Ultra Q one, which... And and eventually Ultra Seven and uh, Return maybe? of Return of Ultraman, yeah. Ultraman yeah. Ace, things yeah. like all all those all those ones. Yeah. But uh, but it is still a pretty good DVD with a good transfer of it. Yeah. Um. So. But yeah, is that all of our Mysterians talk? Because now we're just talking about Blu-rays oh. and and how good they. Yeah. Are. No. So so why don't we wrap it up and just uh, talk about where we can find each other? So I'll begin. Uh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter.com at wasp ranger w-a-z-p ranger basically my twitter is just you know random doodles or just just stream of conscious nonsense that you get from like just a regular twitter but if you want to know what i'm up to then you can follow me there you can also go to my youtube channel called it's only magic i do video essays and like semi review slash uh self-indulgent talking point videos about cartoons uh, I kind of wanted to do something that's different from just the typical cartoon review in the style of like your Rebel Taxis or your Mr. Enters, where they just kind of like talk about it, like beat by beat, like we do here on this. And I want to be like, all right, I'll present a cartoon and then I'll present a thing about it and then kind of use the cartoon as a point to talk about this other thing. So my Donkey Kong one is like, oh, here's donkey kong country the crappy terrible french canadian cartoon let me use that to discuss why bad things are good and that will be very you know relatable to a lot of the people that are probably listening to this yeah uh other than that i have another side blog where i do dragon quest doodles every single day i'm almost at the end of three and uh, i might take a little sidebar into a non-Dragon Quest-related drawings 
before the final thing for three because it is going to be a big thing and I haven't gotten it together yet. So, <laughs> so you know, it'll be everything up to our good old pal Zoma from the end of three and then it'll stop for a second and then I'll finish it off. Uh, Hell yeah. But, you know, otherwise, if you're into Dragon Quest, which should be, uh, play it. Rules. Play Dragon Quest Eleven on the Switch. Oh, you got a Switch, I promise you. It's so good. Play that game. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So, Nikki, why don't you tell us about yourself? Um, I- I'm on Twitter at anti underscore laser. Uh, there you will see me talk about uh things I got going on. Uh, you know, music sometimes, some some uh some some movie or something I'm watching. Probably Tokusatsu most of the time, and um. I run a YouTube channel that uh, you're probably either watching this on or you see in the art for this podcast called Explode When Defeated, mm-hmm. uh, where I talk about television tokusatsu uh, in kind of the video essay format, uh, where uh, I, I really, it's a, it's a long-term, long-form uh, 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 exploration and celebration of tokusatsu as a medium and as a means of storytelling and how it's progressed over the past 50 years uh so Mm -hmm. with ultraman i started from the beginning from ultra q just because i don't know anything about ultraman i thought that'd be the best place to start uh it's worked out pretty okay for me so far yeah uh those are great videos yeah and then uh uh uh, with super sentai i started from the uh the last hugest turning point in the series with jetman and i'm going onward from there and uh with common rider i started from uh common rider kuga uh so I'm kind of tackling three different eras of this show, uh, of these different shows uh, in this genre uh, over a long period of time. I, I'm completely crazy because this is going to take me mm-hmm. forever to finish, but uh, I truly enjoy it. And I, and I, I think it's the best thing in, in the world to, to work on. So uh, that's, you know, the main thing I'd like you to, to support. There's a Patreon as well that you can kind of help me out on and, uh, uh, get your name in the credits of Explode and Defeated episodes and uh, get these podcasts one week early whenever they do release. Uh, and yeah, so I, I, I think that's mainly what I've got going on, unless I'm forgetting anything. Uh, yeah, so I think that is about it. Uh, keep tuned to next time. What's the next movie we're going to be watching, oh. Wyatt? Oh, we are going to be doing... Varand the Unbelievable oh, for our next movie. So, oh, and, and this shit. is one that could either surprise us uh-huh. or just be the absolute bottom again. Oh, uh, so there's no other way <laughs> it can go. I really doubt it's going to be anywhere near the top uh, yeah. because from what I remember, it was quite terrible, but who knows? Yeah. You know, let's give it another chance. Let's see what the movie has to say. Varan so, the jo- Unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Join us next time for Varan the Unbelievable, and we'll have an unbelievably good time discussing all monsters. <laughs>